When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. You know, I was lucky enough to play there, and he is one of my coaching influences, um, regardless of the fact if at the time I knew I was going to get into coaching or eventually become a head coach. Um, those characteristics, those foundational things you learn there, even in the short time that I was there, um, have stuck with me. You know, I still uh, have old notebooks with, you know, team meeting notes and things like that that uh, are always great to go back and look through throughout that season, throughout the off season, training camp. Um, so, as I've said many times, it, it, it has been a huge part of my football journey. You know, that's Kevin O'Connell talking about Bill Belichick and the 2008 season they spent together. Judd Zolgad spoke in my college journalism class in like 2007, and I also still have the full notebook full of notes that I took from that lecture. <laughs> when he came in as a, as a guest lecturer, I mean, he really laid the foundation for my sports media career. Right here, this is it. I actually... You really do I have, have it? Right here. This is oh, it right here. Oh, I thought you were kidding. Yeah. But no, it's, actually, it's, uh, it's all blank? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's all blank. Yeah. Good, good job. Good job. The most important thing is, if I am correct in my guess, you probably spent the night before at Stub and Herbs real late, or, or it was either the Big Ten. Poker. I was and probably so, up till three in the morning playing online poker. Yeah. but but l- earlier in that night, it was because that would have been one of my last two years of college at the University of Minnesota, and uh, yeah, the college club bar used to be the library. I love the library, so I was at the library <clears throat> a lot. Yep. During those years, it was either the library right? or it would have been like Sportsman's, that kind of dive bar, Sporties. Used to Where's be that? Sportsman's, now it's called Sporties. Yeah, Sporties Como is great. And yep. like oh, third. okay, yeah, Sporties no, is a great time. Too, yeah, yeah, yeah. College Club. I, I I remember that that I think that started out as foul play when when foul play moved. I think they were foul. I think it was foul play, and then it went to the library, and then College Club. For the audience, how would you guys feel if instead of doing our regular show and Vikings predictions and picking the game against the Patriots and a random Viking of the week. If we just spent 45 or 50 minutes reminiscing about university of Minnesota bars that we wish were still around. I miss the big 10. I'm not going to lie. Me too. Those sub sandwiches. Great subs. Pitchers of beer. Free popcorn. Oh, Oh yeah. Yeah. I do miss it. (laughs) Anyhow, this is purple daily, daily Vikings entertainment and college reminiscing. Apparently, uh, where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Uh, the show is presented in part by TCL. Redefine creativity with the TCL 30V 5G smartphone. Enjoy blazing fast 5G speed, 
an AI-powered 50-megapixel triple camera system. Football. Ultra-realistic and true-to-life visuals powered by Next Vision and booming sound from the dual speakers. Learn more at TCL.com. And cheers to a holiday weekend. If you don't have a glass or a can of Surly in front of you with your Thanksgiving spread, then I don't even want to know you. You're doing it all wrong. You're doing it all wrong. And public service announcement very quickly. Liquor stores Thursday, they're going to be closed. So if you are are consuming this podcast on Wednesday and, you know, right now you're in your car, you're driving by the liquor store and you're like, I'm going to put off my Surly purchase. Don't do that. Don't do that. Buy your Surly, your Furious, your Logic Bomb. Um, whatever, before I die, so many great choices. Stop in today, though, and make sure that you're stocked up for a triple header of football on Thursday. Surly Brewing. Let's get it. All right, Dex, let's fire it up. Write that down. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Yep, the only show in America that actually keeps track of our predictions with statistics. Don't trust the imitators out there. The NFL networks that say they do write that down, stealing a segment idea from us, but don't actually log the statistics. I mean, what are you what are you doing? Guy, not writing it down. Gal. No, you're not actually writing it down. You're just saying it and then hoping that no one goes back and reviews whether you were right or wrong. Not that's not how it works on this show. Three Vikings or football related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns. And listeners, if you want to participate, like our guy Lane is about to, send us a message through the Score North app. We'll get you scheduled. So this has been a three-man battle. The listeners are struggling with completion percentage. The three of us have been kind of going back and forth, all within like a percentage point or two as we wind down the last couple months of the 2022 Write That Down season. Uh, the touchdown battle back and forth between Declan and myself. So just a lot to be decided here. The stakes are high on Write That Down. We'll start with Judd's accountability session. Oh, no, I know. I, I, no, 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 it was bad. That's bad. You said yeah. Hitman Harry will have an interception against the Cowboys. You said old Kirky Boy will have a passer rating of 100 or more and two touchdown passes or more against the Cowboys. And you said the Vikings would sweep their next three games. Yeah, However, you, you, you did redeem yourself a little bit with this layup yeah. earlier in the season. You said Andrew Booth will start at least one game for the Vikings out of the seven. That's right, a second-round pick will start one of the 17 games for the Vikings. Congratulations. I'm taking what I can get, okay? I, this is a terrible week. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Well, I tried to come back you on that. We'll get to that. Oh, my God. This is bad. Oh, my eyes are bleeding. Yeah, it was a rough one for old, old Macadac. This is like the Joe Burrow four interception game to start the season, but it's happening in like week 14 for me. <laughs> old Macadac. Uh, this, this is Phil Mackey. Macadac is like Kirk O'Chains. So don't associate old Macadac with this type of failure. Phil Phil Mackey. Yeah. Phil Mackey had hey, a rough Phil week Mackey. here. Hey, it's Phil Mackey hey, here. Phil Mackey it's Philip here. Phil Mackey. It. It <laughs> I said Kirk Cousins will lead another game winning drive against the Cowboys. I said when the five minute mark of the fourth quarter hits, the Cowboys will have unnecessarily burned two timeouts or more, and the Vikings will have all three remaining. 
What's funny is the Cowboys did burn a weird time. The Vikings, I don't think, spent any timeouts because why? Uh, the Cowboys <laughs> did burn one oddly with like 10 and a half minutes left in the game up by 37, but they didn't burn the other one necessary. I said the Vikings would hit a 30-yard play or more on the first offensive drive. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Said Daniil Hunter would rack up at least five sacks over the previous four games. He had three. I went for kind of a home run here, or a touchdown, and said Andrew Booth will not start a game between... I was defiantly trying to reject Judd's checkdown. I said the Calgary Stampeders would win the Grey Cup. They didn't even get there. No, they did not. Who won it? Toronto? Toronto, the other Toronto beat Winnipeg. Okay. The Blue Bombers got, yeah, the, uh, got the Blue beat. Bombers MBT. win. Yeah. Did he win it? I think so. He got hurt, but yes, his team won it. Okay. But he didn't play? He did play, but he didn't finish. He got hurt during the course play. of the so it doesn't Grey Cup on okay. Sunday. Thanks. Thanks, Stu. Yeah. More, more red here. The listeners... Mark said, "Go for football will defeat both Iowa and Wisconsin." Mark, you know what? I'm not going. No, I'm not passing judgment. I made the same mistake. I'm an idiot too. Me too. Stewart said the Vikings will win three of these four games: the first Packers game, the Eagles, the Cowboys, yeah. and the Patriots. Well, they've lost two of those, so it is now wow. not possible. Got off to a really good start in Week One, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mike said Irv Smith Jr. will be a top 10 fantasy tight end this season. We can take that off the board. It's a bloodbath. Declan, redemption at the bottom here, but you said Tony Romo will discuss how this is the best version of Kirk we've ever seen. Never stood a chance. No. (laughs) Never stood a chance. It could have been in his notes. It probably was. Like as a talking point. Didn't get to it, though. Went out the window. You said Kirk Cousins would account for at least two touchdowns, Dalvin for at least one, and TJ Hawkinson for at least one. No, 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 no. And that the Vikings would beat the Cowboys by more than seven points. You were only 44 off, 45 off. Yeah. On that break. Oh, okay. You did redeem yourself by saying earlier that uh, Washington would bench Carson Wentz for Taylor Heineke at some point this season. We're going to give you a home run on that. That wasn't necessarily an obvious one, and that happened. I wasn't consulted on that. I think I made that preseason. It was early, yeah. Like I made it early, and and you know, I was, it was like I'm looking. He made I'm it. looking through my texts right my, now to see when Phil my, asked me if I thought that was a touchdown. my 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 <laughs> hatred irrationally of some athletes. I I just wanted this to happen, and I'm glad it happened. I mean, we can debate it. I think it's a <laughs> no, touchdown. It's I don't think it's a, it's not like a 50 yard play, but no, that's yeah, a, no, it's a nice touchdown in the red zone. Yeah. Okay. So here's where we stand. Look at this. Look oh at my, this. Oh, my God. Declan's back on top at 35.9%. Judd's at 35%. I'm at 34.7% completion. So there is 1.2% separating all three of us. Ooh. Listeners at 21.7%. Declan and I both have 12 touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. Judd has seven. Listeners have five. So you wanted drama down the stretch. You got it. On Purple Daily, write that down. Let's get Lane in. He is our guest listener predictor here on Write That Down. Lane, you're making your debut. What's going on, man? Hey, not a whole lot. I'm just stoked to be here. I'm an avid Vikings fan and having a good season, except for last week. Yeah, <laughs> except for that whole 40-3 uh, <laughs> to three situation. When did you first become a Vikings fan? Uh, so my dad got me into the Vikings. Says he uh, The Vikings actually came on a bus to Culbertson, Montana, 
And my dad got to meet John Randall and a bunch of the other people of that time played basketball with them. Um, so he's been a Vikings fan. It got me hooked. And 2009 was just an unforgettable season to just get hooked, <laughs> you know, and then let down for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> it's always part of the initiation. Like, yeah, hey, is. here's a really fun Vikings team, 1998, 2009, whatever it is. And, uh, oh, you're going to feel pain unlike you've ever felt as a sports fan at the end of this. But you'll be hooked. <laughs> It'll be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it. we're going to go around the room three times. We'll start with Lane, Judd, Declan, back to me. And uh, predictions must be football or show-related and quantifiable in some way. Otherwise, you can pretty much do whatever you want here. Break so, Lane, you're under center, sir. Quick question. Does the season for the completions end in December or at the end of the football season? If you're making a 2022 football season prediction, it, it will be part of this this season. So you're you're good. Okay, understood. Well, the season will go through the Super Bowl, basically. Next year. Gotcha. Okay. So my first one um, is I think that the Packers will finish last in the division. Last in the division. Vikings are going to win it this year. It's going to go Vikings, Lions, Bears, Packers. All right. I love this. The Bears are playing feisty, man. Like, they haven't figured out how to fully win yet. But Justin Fields is playing with some confidence. The Lions have three wins in a row. Ah, This is – I could see this. I like it. I could see this. Is that a touchdown or is that just a completion? It's a a touchdown because it is – if you look at some of the projections right now, it's – it's not likely the Packers finish in last place, even though they're kind of a train wreck. It's there's yeah. two other bad teams, so I think this is a touchdown. Unless you guys disagree, awesome. no, I, th- I, think, it's, I think it's a touchdown. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Touchdown. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Write this down. Okay, Judley. All right, I'm just going to rip the bandaid uh, coming off the Dallas disaster right now and go with this one. The Vikings will bounce back and they will beat the Patriots on Thursday night. Okay. The Vikings okay. will win on Thursday night. Okay. 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 Just keep it as simple as possible. Okay. We will do our official picks. Judd is, and I get that we're kind of like, you're making your pick now, and that's fine. We'll give you the action network trends on this game later in the show. And I'll give you a score. I'm going to give you a score. Okay. Stick around. (laughs) Stick around. You don't want to miss the score. All right, Declan. All right. Well, uh, a great show prep by everyone around here because I'm actually going to pick the Vikings to cover the two and a half point spread against the New England Patriots as well. I had that written down in my prediction. So right now it is a two and a half spread. The Vikings cover that spread against the Patriots. Write it down. Win and cover for the Vikings. I'm going to withhold my prediction just to keep some suspense for the the pick segment. (laughs) You might get a feel for. Well, no, I actually have a couple that go either way here. We'll start with this one. Write this down. The Vikings will score a defensive or special teams touchdown against the Patriots. Something yeah. will go awry with Mac Jones. Something something will happen. I don't know what it is. But the Vikings will score a defensive or special teams touchdown. Write it down. Write this down. Lane, your next prediction. The Vikings will intercept Mac Jones at least twice. And I do think one of them is going to be Pat P, but that's off the record. So. Okay. okay. Is there any chance they could go to, to Zappy again? Why why is Zappy not? Is it just because Mac Jones was a first round pick? Wasn't they were better with Zappy, weren't I they? So everyone yeah, I in Boston. I did a WEI like podcast yesterday, and they were like, everyone hates Mac Jones there. So what they're doing? Yeah, I think Zappy was. I mean, he was kind of like a spark for them, yeah. you know, and he was just dagger throws. Yeah. Well, hopefully they. Play Mac Jones for three hours then. Write this I down. Guess. <laughs> All right, Judd, your second prediction. 
My second prediction is going to be Kirk Cousins related. It's going to apply to the rest of the season, though, because after the Dallas loss and and more importantly, after the Buffalo uh, win and what was not done, write this down. Kirk Cousins will be seen wearing the chains again this season. Kirk Chains is coming. Kirk Chains is coming back. You know his whole thing of well, I think we've really extinguished. You know, hey, Kirk, that's not no, 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 no. Kirk, the fun in this is like you doing this. So it's not like well, once it's done, we can't go back. I mean, sports sports celebrations are often entirely repetitive because you've hit on something that's really fun for that year, right? Yeah. Kirk Chains is coming back. Okay. okay. I like it. Write this down. I like it. I like it. Okay, uh, Dex, your second prediction. All right, my second prediction on write that down. So Kirk has had three straight games. Well, his cumulative uh, passer rating the last three games is like 75. It has been awful. He, uh, statistically, individually, he has been really, really poor. And I can't really, I didn't do the whole research on this. I can't imagine he's had a four-game stretch where he has had a passer rating of like 75 or below. So this is a bounce-back statistical game for Kirk. So write this down. Kirk Cousins will post a passer rating of 95 or above against the Patriots. Write okay. it down. It, it To me, it doesn't... Well, I'll just give you my prediction. Okay. <clears throat> write this down. It doesn't feel like a bounce-back game. This is not the defense to try and bounce back against. Oh, so it's tough. It'd hater. be nice if this was like some softer game. <laughs> so you're picking the Patriots. Okay, yep. okay. hater. Yep. Great. Fine. Yep. Hater. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. People, I saw you and you and Collar Judd going back and forth about this. It's like this new age fan speak of if you if you're having a critical conversation, a relevant critical conversation yeah. about a team, it can't just be seen as that. It's gotta be that you're a hater. Yep, you hate you are a hater. You're you negative. Turned. You <laughs> yep. turned. Um okay, I have a cousin's primetime parlay for you. Ooh. He'll be sacked at least three times. He'll turn the ball over twice or more. <laughs> and his QBR, not his passer rating, but his QBR will be under 50. Ooh. They might still win. I don't know. I'll tell you later in the pick segment. But <laughs> this is this is what I'm saying is he's not just going to light this defense up in a bounce back game. Hater. This is a great defense. And it's Bill Belichick knowing probably exactly what buttons to push to make him uncomfortable. So. Three-item parlay for old Kirk. Those Kirko chains are slopping down that Thanksgiving meal before game time. He's going to get ready and (laughs) dice up that Patriots defense. Just make sure that that the turkey is cooked very well because we don't want Kirko chains getting sick. dark meat. No, it's true. Uh, Lane, your third and final prediction. All right, I'm going to stretch this one out to the draft, I think. Last week, the guy, he... uh, he said that we're going to draft a quarterback, and I agree with him, but I'm going to pick the quarterback, Ooh. all right? So this quarterback's had a lot of upside coming into this season because his previous seasons were a little rocky, and so I think he can improve. Write that down. Bo Nix sits oh. behind Kirk Cousins, okay, for at least one year before starting for the Vikings. Okay, but okay. I, so that we're drafting Bo Nix, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Okay, Bo Nix. So this, the, the prediction is they're going to draft Bo Nix. Yep. Yep, that's it. Sorry. Okay. Because if he then comes in and plays in week two or something, we don't want this to be incorrect like a parlay. But uh, Nope, just drafting Bonix at some point in the draft. Love it. All right. Well, Lane, great job with these predictions here. Uh, Is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank now that you have this life-changing platform on Purple Daily right now? You know, the life-changing platform and all. You know, I kind of already said it, but my dad, thanks to my dad for this, we're going to a Colts game hopefully here in the next couple weeks, just waiting for the time 
to be revealed. It's still TBD. Yeah. Um, and then TCL, I have a TCL TV and thank God for black Friday on Friday. Cause I'm getting another one for my, okay. my oh. game room and office here. So yeah, TCL. And then you guys, thanks for putting out awesome content and a good start to my day every day before I go to work. Awesome, man. Thanks for supporting us and our sponsors, by the way. We did not tell Lane to say that. We did not slip Lane a check under the table to say that. Great stuff, dude. Enjoy your Thanksgiving and uh, enjoy the Vikings game tomorrow night, too, man. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you later. All right. That's uh, guest listener predictor Lane coming in. Always love when the spots come. Like a guest will just be like, yeah, you know, I I, I just bought Surly or something like that. It's great. It is great. It's We've so had cool. I mean, the number of people that came up Livia. and told us at, about Livia. Yeah, and go ahead yeah. and tell the audience too. It's holiday season here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a it's a tough time to keep weight off. It really. So is. It, it's one thing for me to discuss my my uh, weight loss down forty pounds. Most importantly, keeping the weight weight off. But as you just said, when people come up and say, "You know what, Judd? I want to tell you something. I love PD, and most I'm importantly." What I what I heard when when I heard when I heard about the opportunity to lose weight, I took it too. I mean, we've had people from all over the country join, and right now, if you're on the couch and you're like, "Yeah, you know, I'd like to to drop some weight too. I'm going to eat on Thursday, but after that, I'd like to drop some weight. Save fifty percent. Best offer of the year. Eight five five go L I V E A. Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com, is the start of your journey to lose weight and, most importantly, keep the weight off. Livia.com, 50% off right now for the holidays. You know, there's three games tomorrow. You're going to be sitting around. You're going to be chowing down. And you might look to get a little sweat on three of those games. Price picks is the easy way to play daily fantasy. You pick between two and five players and an over-under on their projections. You can win up to ten times on any entry. Price Picks also offers every major sport, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, even MMA, if you want to get in on some octagon action. So uh, go to pricepicks.com or the Price Picks app. Use the promo code NORTH, and Price Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. You can help yourself out and help us out when you use the promo code NORTH at Price Picks. Also, a shout-out to our friends over at Federated Mutual Insurance Company, for helping keep our business afloat and uh, and just help us build this thing over the last few years. But they've also been helping business owners inside and outside the state of Minnesota since 1904. They're based in Owatonna. They are one of us. They're very ingrained in the Minnesota sports scene as well. Um, and if you're just looking for just a little bit more of a guiding hand, a little bit better offensive line, so to speak, for your business to protect against risks or to help you navigate choppy waters, federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business, to protect yours. Write this down. All right, back to Judd, your third and final prediction, sir. Unfortunately, this one is not a positive, uh, but I fear mm. that it's going to be the case, yeah. and that is this. Write this down. Christian Derrissaw will miss at least the next three games. Yeah. So he's going to miss at least the next three three games. Um, second concussion, bad news. I'm very concerned now going to Blake Brandell at left tackle, but he'll miss at least the next Three games because at this point in time, you have to be cautious, and he's far too important to rush back this time around. Yeah, Booney and I were talking about this on the Trenches episode that dropped this morning, and it's just he's had back-to-back concussions. We're looking at maybe a 10-plus year starter at left tackle, and so you're trying to balance 
you want him back right now because you have an eight and two record and you're trying to do damage this year, but you're also trying to be mindful that he he might be a cornerstone in five, eight years from now. You don't want to put him at risk no. and rush him back. So yeah, it's it's tough to be patient and take the long view on this thing, but what get him completely clear of this and if, if you need to take a month off, take a month off. It's it's a long term thing with Derisaw, as much as it could hurt this year's team, Write unfortunately. Against some great pass rushes the next two weeks. Okay, my third and final prediction. You know, Thanksgiving is all about the turkey, but uh, I prefer a little bit of ham. So write this down. (laughs) CJ Ham records a touchdown against the Patriots on Thanksgiving. Oh, dude, wow. I see what you did there. Wow, this guy. This guy. Mm -hmm. You like that? CJ Ham. I will say, most overrated part of Thanksgiving, the turkey. Not a big turkey guy. Not a big turkey guy. I think I think I'm kind of. It's not that I'm. I like turkey, but there's like five other things on that table today. Yes. So I went. Actually, I went to. We're not making a big feast, and my wife's traveling and, oh, and hanging out with some family, and so we usually go to restaurants anyways and just eat like someone else's amazing cooking. Yep. So we don't really have a huge plan for tomorrow. We're just going to kind of wing it and figure it out. But I went to one of the the grocery stores nearby yesterday. Figure, you know, it's the Thanksgiving season. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to get like two or three prepackaged Thanksgiving things. They like make the, you know, yeah. put together little thing. And so I went and got four things. None of them included turkey. Yeah, that's a power play. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Stuffing, some like some sort of yam situation, some cranberries. Like, I don't know. My, hmm. life, my life changed about three years back when Don, who's a really good cook, switched it up and went turkey to go sandwiches. Oh. Because oh, I'm oh, sort of with Dex, you know, the turkey just sort of, fine. I don't know, it's fine, but it's sort fine. of falls oh. flat. Turkey to go, though, spiced up a little bit. Oh, it's so good. I need a lot oh, of gravy my on life. that. I got, it's, it's, it's so dry, you know, like I just, it's not my thing. Right, but turkey to go is not dry. Yeah, yeah, no, that in sounds fact, good. It's, it's in the crock pot right now. Cooked Can last I come night. over? The bird was cooked, and now it's marinating because it gets better because all the juices the get in. So the bird right now is marinating <laughs> in the crock pot uh. with, with with the sandwich bread set to go. Oh, my. It's completely changed. Talk dirty. It completely yes. changed things. And she's got the great recipe. And so you just you get the sandwich and the turkey to go. Oh, yeah. You ladle it on. Yeah, you like you that. ladle it on. You get the juice <laughs> all. Oh. The bird. Oh, the bird. I love the bird. Amazing. Uh, okay, my final prediction here, and then we'll get into some some other shenanigans Write it down. Here. You like oh. writing things Hello. down. Okay, you tell me. I think this is a it's, – it's an early prediction. It's a 6-4 and four team. The San Francisco 49ers are going to play in the NFC Championship game. What do I need to do with that to make it a touchdown? Hmm. I think it is. That's, yeah, it's close. You, you, I think it's, it is. It's weak. Yeah, we're, we're two months from that. You're predicting one of two out of – you know, I guess let's call okay. it ten teams that are going to be in the playoff picture right now. So yeah, I, I think it's enough for a touchdown. The conference okay. is not great, yeah. so like a, a lot of weird, weird things could take place. Now I think you're right though. Like the Niners, I just I like them. The more I watch them, the more I like them. Now, could they play the Vikings in that game? Right. We'll have to see. Tune mm-hmm. in later on this season to find out. Write it down. You like writing things down here. Well. I mean, it could be. maybe here. Well, maybe but here. the could 49ers be. are. I wouldn't put it past the 49ers to roll off about five straight wins. And That's right. 
Got it. I think this is the problem, and we can get let's get into some other stuff here too on uh, Purple Daily today. But the eight and one start didn't like guarantee you home playoff games. You have to finish the season. You have to. You can't just lose five in a row at this point. So yeah, I agree with you. Let's uh, let's do. You know, it's kind of a weird week because we got usually it's the state of the offense on Thursdays and then the the picks on Fridays, but they play tomorrow night. So let's jam a couple of our regular segments into this here, just abbreviated versions, abbreviated state of the offense, high level. Where do they rank in the key categories? Mm-hmm. Points per game, they're down to thirteenth from eighth, mm-hmm. which is kind of where they were. weren't they like fourteenth last year too? Yeah, Kubiak. Right. Yards per play, they're down to eighteenth. Expected points added, 18th. DVOA, Football Outsiders, 19th. So you put all those together in a stew, and they're basically a league average or slightly worse offense statistically. How does that sit with you here more than halfway through the season? Um, Not super well. So, like, I, I'm sort of torn here because, for the most part, the Vikings have been very opportunistic, right? Like they've, you know, Kirk's come back and, and led absolutely key drives. But I understand where where the rest of the country who doesn't watch the Vikings but looks at the stats has some problems. Um, I mean, you scored three points against the Cowboys. It's a good defense, but you scored three points. Yeah. So I am a little bit surprised that now, what, 10 games in, 11 weeks in, something like that, that the offense isn't clicking more on a regular basis. Is it fair to say the reason why the Vikings are, let's say, 13th in points per game instead of 6th and 18th in yards per play instead of ninth? that the primary reason for that is Kirk Cousins? And hear me out on this. Okay. I, yeah, think, I, think there's, I think there's room to say two things. That Kirk being really good late in games has won them some games that they otherwise wouldn't or shouldn't. That, that a huge reason why they're eight and one is because he has risen up last four minutes of the fourth quarter down by double digits, whatever it is. And he's made some big time throws in those high leverage spots, but overall his performance for the rest of the game has been some of the worst he has played in his career statistically. Right? Yes. So they're not they're They're playing in some of these games. These games are closer than they should be because the Vikings offense isn't as good as it should be in the first like 55 minutes of game time. And a big reason for that is cousins. The offensive line was terrible against the Cowboys, but the offensive line has been largely better than it has been in Kirk cousins, Vikings career. Mm -hmm. Dalvin cook has been very good this season. Justin Jefferson is the best receiver on the planet. They've got other weapons they can throw to. There's nothing else you would point. I think I would say the, the play calling, some of the creativity, the jet sweep motions, the some of the red zone play calling feels on point. I don't think like it just, you know, from a fan's perspective, you don't watch these games and think not that there aren't moments to nitpick with play calling, but you don't watch these games and think, oh, my God, what what are they doing? They're just they're just running the ball into the line of scrimmage like you. That's the frustration you felt for years, right? It feels like the offense is open. A lot of five wide, tons of three wide receiver sets. The thing that isn't performing up to standard is the quarterback. So there's room to say both things. I think he's been great late, but overall he has been the main reason why this offense isn't clicking on a higher level. You're getting at what what I have alluded to as well, which is this. There is no guarantee that 
that O'Connell is watching this and thinking this guy is my long-term guy. Like there's a chance he's, I think what he's done, cause he's a smart guy. And I, and, and, you know, I'm not saying that his, his play calling is perfect because he's still new at calling plays in, in game. I'm sure there are things um, and, and adjustments as Jefferson pointed out from Sunday that they could make quicker that they didn't. So I'm not absolving Kevin O'Connell, but I am, I am thinking that he has tricked this offense up a little bit more than he probably wanted to to fit Kirk, but he's clearly not at the at the stage that the Vikings were previously at times, which is we're going to sell out to make Kirk's stats good because we don't think that he can run what exactly what we want. So that's where, like, internally, this is really intriguing because O'Connell has done some things that are good for Kirk, but he's clearly trying to run his system, and it is right now, arguably, probably one of the toughest and for Kirk worst systems he's tried to run because his marvelous statistics were basically DeFilippo got fired because he tried to run an offense for a quote unquote star quarterback and Kirk failed. And so they're like, well, something has to change. And Zim's like, let's run more, but also let's trick things up for Kirk. So yeah, you've hit on a very interesting point that the, that the cousins crusaders are going to rip us for and hate you for saying you're a Kirk hater. Yeah, yeah. Kirk hater. As, that, Collar, as Collar told you on Twitter yesterday, uh, having an uh, having an objective deep dive discussion about the team, uh, sometimes critical, is not being a hater. It's having yeah. a discussion about the why and the how. That's what this is. Well, and so if, if you go to this entire team, which has been a fun year, and for the most part, it's been extremely successful in the most important statistic, which is wins. Um, between Quasi and O'Connell, I'm guessing that they are making decisions not based on, boy, this has been fun, so let's just keep guys. Yeah. So, like, there's a bigger picture conversation that when they sit down after the season to debrief, that they will deconstruct and tear down things. And I think fans would be really surprised at what they're going to say. And they might never unveil more than about 2% of that to the public, right? And we'll just start to see moves, though, right? Like, we'll start to see things. But, I mean, I'm just not convinced that Cousins is O'Connell's guy. He is right now, and he is making it work as best as possible. But, yeah, those stats are partially down because Kirk's being asked to run a system that is probably, and Kirk has said this, not the most comfortable thing he's done. Yeah, and and I'll just go back to my sort of original question or hypothesis. If we all collectively largely agree the scheme and the play calling are much better than previously. There's a lot more creativity, a lot more spread them out type offensive sets, motions, jet sweeps. A lot of lot, like if we all agree, and, and some people push back on me in the YouTube comment section if I'm way off on this. Play calling scheme better, offensive line minus the Dallas game, largely better. Not great, but better. Receiving core, I mean, Justin Jefferson, you could say that K.J. Osborne's not as much of a factor. Maybe Thielen is a step slower, but um, neutral to better compared to the local years. And Hawkinson's here now. What's the what's the thing that's worse? It's the quarterback, yeah. right? It's yeah. the quarterback. Yeah. So he's right. got to play guy. better. Sorry, I, I think my connection just cut out there, and so... Um, we're stumbling over each other here, but just like to finalize the point, he can't just show up in the final three minutes to help save the day. It's got to be a 60 minute thing for him. 
Do I need to like log out here? Is this train wrecking? Okay. <laughs> Both of you were frozen okay. there. I thought I was about to be Declan Daly on on Purple Daily for a little bit. So uh, why don't why don't why don't Bill will go in timeout for a bit here? Judd, are you with me for right now? You got I me? think I am. Okay. You tell me. All right. So if yeah, Phil, I would restart really quick as we get back to Purple Picks. Um, but to, to his point, I mean, when you look at Kirk's basically box score statistics, it's he's having a, a down season. I mean, that that's that's where I, I'm so curious of his own camp of what he wants to do long-term. Because, yes, the Vikings are 8-2. and two. He's had these great fourth-quarter comebacks and has shed some of that negative narrative. But the but the narrative against him is still there. I mean, look, we, we played clips beginning of this week after the debacle against the Cowboys. Like, Kirk Cousins outside of noon can't win a game, right? So that's just kind of this hilarious thing with him. And long-term, I don't know he ever is going to get the big-time money because he's having such a down year. No, I, I think he is. I think he's gotten the two or three massive paydays. So I think that's probably done. Now, the interesting thing with Kirk, though, is, is O'Connell has been really good for Kirk as far as empowering him. Like, like there is clearly more confidence there. And, and it's very clear that he is not being held to the statistical fire by his coach. This coach likes him, talks to him, which sounds really stupid, but he does. Um, but yeah, when we talk about the long term and and the quarterback that Kevin O'Connell desires and wants uh, to run his scheme, you know, this whole thing that well, Kirk played for O'Connell, and well, first of all, that was what two thousand and sixteen, something like that, Dex. And second of all, you know, there was never going to be, and Kirk alluded to this in the off season, there was never going to be a guarantee that Kirk Cousins was going to take this system and run with it. Right. So, so do I think the empowering? And relationship between Kirk and Kevin's important. Absolutely, it's probably huge. Um, but I also think that there's a very good chance that that Quazy and Kevin are looking at this team and some players and thinking, "Hey, it's been fun. We've done well, but this is not what the vision is." Totally. All right, let's get Macadac back in here. Let's see All if right, uh, this QB sneak comes uh, comes Couldn't back in. It was me or you guys? It was me. It's it's lar- it was largely me. I I tried uh, I tried to. I tried to skirt something behind the scenes technologically that we've we figured out what one of the problems was, and I attempted fate again today, and I yeah. was wrong. So fate slapped you. So anyhow, all right. Now that that Kirk hater segment is over, let's make some picks here. You guys already kind of went on the record, but let's uh, do an abbreviated version of our purple picks segment here, where we can talk a little bit more in depth. Um, so we'll skip we'll skip some of the key questions just to get into the actual game itself. Vikings are two and a half point favorites. Mm-hmm. 68% of the bets, according to Action Network, are on the Vikings to this point. But 51% of the money is on the Patriots. This is kind of what happened against Dallas, where I, th- I think when we did our purple picks last weekend, I believe more bets were coming in on the Vikings, but more money was coming in on the Cowboys, which, t- which tells you, th- what this usually tells you is there's bigger money coming in on the Patriots by people that have a lot of money to gamble with, smart people, sharks, saying hammer the Patriots to cover the spread or to win this game. Um, Action Network has some interesting nuggets. It says the Vikings are 8-2 and two straight up this season but have a negative point differential. In the past 15 years, Belichick has faced 11 teams in November or later that are above 500 with a negative point differential. Those teams are one and nine straight up against Bill, zero and ten against the spread. So teams that are sort of deemed to be frauds, right? You have a good record, but your point differential says you're a fraud. When you face Bill Belichick in November and December, it goes very poorly for you. 
Um, Vikings lost 40 to 3 in week 11 in the past 20 years. Teams to lose by 35 points or more cover the spread 63% of the time the next week. So that's good news for the Vikings. And then uh, Kirk Cousins at night, bad news, is 10 and 18 straight up, 11 and 17 against the spread. However, he is 33 and 17 against the spread off of a straight up loss the most profitable quarterback in the NFL <laughs> off of a straight-up loss. So he does bounce back, which yes. is good. But this is a different beast. This is short week, Bill Belichick, no yeah. left tackle, and a great pass rush. Oh, boy. So uh, I know you guys already kind of kind of tipped this, but we'll go through it again here. Um, who wins, and, and more importantly, why do you feel the Vikings are going? You both think the Vikings are going to win this game. Why do you feel that way? Well, Kirk Cousins is is in prime time bad. Like we just know that, as Phil said, Kirk after dark is ten and eighteen. But I feel the Vikings are going to win win this game twenty one to ten because Kirk Cousins is not going to play tomorrow night. Kirk O'Chains is prime time. Kirk O'Chains, and this is a guy who thrives with a bling on. He thrives. I also think the Vikings are going to score fourteen points offensively. I think they're going to get a defensive touchdown as well. A Mac Jones pick returned for a touchdown. Uh, 21 to 10, Vikings bounce back. I think this team has the right mentality to bounce back. Patriots defense, really, really good. Patriots offense scuffles. I think the Vikings, um, I don't know, they make us forget the Cowboys debacle, but I do think they take a step in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, the Patriots defense is awesome, man. But also, as much as Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time, he turned over offensive play calling duties to Matt Patricia, who was a buffoon. I mean, they, they didn't score a single <laughs> offensive point last week, right? They, they they scored a field goal and the special teams touchdown, right? That was it. That's That was the only points that they were able to score last week against the Jets. Um, I think this is low scoring. You know, the, the Vikings still might have to grind out to get to 17 or 20 points. But I think the, I think the Vikings win 20 to 7, man. I, I, I don't see this offense marching down the field with ease. Now, if it does, if it does, if Mac Jones is able to click and somehow score 20 points on this defense. Now I think it's time to have it's, it's time to have causes for concern with that defense. They can generate pressures. Zedaria Smith and Daniel Hunter are awesome getting after the quarterback. But if Mac yeah. Jones is going up and down your defense, then all of a sudden this bend but not break philosophy, I would start to panic a little bit more because this offense can't move the ball at all. The Patriots, that is. So I think the Vikings win this game 20 to 10, 20 to 7, excuse me, 20 to 7 is what I'm going with. Uh, but it, it will be a grind. It will be a low-scoring kind of ugly game. I think there's a lot of perception that's leaking into your guys' thoughts on this game and and a lot of fans' thoughts on this game. And I and I've been guilty of it too. Just like, oh, the Patriots think they're going to score. They're not going to score any points. They're not going to move the ball. Well, I think recency bias. What we saw against the Jets is is filtering in here. On the season, if you just look at the total body of work. The Vikings are averaging 23 points a game. The Patriots are averaging 21 points a game. So we sit here and act like there's a Grand Canyon gap between the Patriots offense and the Vikings offense. Mm-hmm. There's not. It's a two-point gap. Yards per play, Vikings offense 5.3, Patriots offense 5.2. So, again, it's like our perception is that look at all these weapons the Vikings have. Look at what they're doing. They're, oh, they're And the Patriots can't. Cross the fifty yard line. Well, factually, that's wrong. So I'm trying. I'm trying to look at this from an objective point of view as much as possible. 
The Patriots are going to look at this and say, our offense has been a little slow lately, but now we get to face the third worst defense yards per play in the NFL. The Vikings are giving up six yards per play on defense. This is a get-right week, they're thinking, for their offense. So, um, not to mention, Christian Derrissaw is not going to play. So you're going to have yeah. a replacement left tackle against one of the best pass rushes in the NFL. And it's a short week of preparation for a rookie head coach versus the greatest head coach of all time. Vikings are going to lose this game. And that's fine. It doesn't, it's not going to train wreck your season. I think it's going to be, I'm going to say, uh, Patriots like 20... I'll say 20 to 16, something like that. Vikings have Vikings have the ball in their hand with a chance for a game when he come back and left tackle can't hold up or something. The X factor to me here is this Mac Jones playing here. This stadium the has, crowd could be a factor. The crowd yep. th- this crowd has undone some young QBs and I don't think Belichick can save him. Yeah. So um yeah, I I think the Vikings are going to score a defensive touchdown because I think the crowd is going to and, and Mac Jones Will not be alone. There have been a lot of young guys. I think they're going to rattle Mac Jones. Yep. So we'll see. I hope I'm wrong because I'd love to see this magic carpet ride to like 13 or 14 wins continue. But you did. This is the good news. This is a really tough part of your schedule. This this stretch, like starting with the Bills game and through the mm-hmm. Patriots, and that the the Jets are no longer a reprieve with their defense. Mm-hmm. Um, you built some some cushion to lose games and still be able to win the division maybe finish with like 12 or 13 wins. So I don't view a loss as like train wrecking your season. And you know what? Score some points. Score some points. Exactly. Score some. I don't care how good the opponent is defensively. Yeah, make it happen. the ball in the end zone. Amen. Amen. All right. It is time now for the random Viking of the week here on Purple Daily. A clash between Judd and everyone else on the show. Judd has a 39 to 23 lead all time in random Viking of the week. He got off the schneid last week. You had Chris Hovan as a correct answer last week after losing four of five. Yeah, still not and still not Viking. great. I didn't I I scuffled to that win. So a few of the random random Vikings on our list throughout the past year and a half. Leroy Horde, Jarek McKinnon, Matthew Hatchett, Corey Chavis, Jerome Simpson, Gary Anderson. And there's plenty more where that came from. So uh, Declan and I alternate back and forth. It's my turn to sit in the hot seat as Declan navigates here. He's going to throw out a series of clues. We each get Judd and I up to three incorrect answers before we are eliminated. We can ask Declan questions, but he can refuse to answer if he wants. This is true. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> random Viking of the Week time. This random Viking of the Week played in 221 NFL regular season games. This random Viking of the Week was a first-round draft pick. In college, this random Viking of the Week played all three phases. He played some offense, he played some defense, he played some special teams. He was a jack-of-all-trades, if you will. Even uh, in high school, get this. He lettered in football, obviously, track and field, basketball, and baseball. Dude was just a stud. 
stud. Stud. The super duper stud. Dud. This random Viking of the week. I mentioned uh, the 221 NFL career games. 47 of them came with the Vikings. Huh. So you're telling me he played more games elsewhere. Interesting. That is correct. <laughs> well, it's not. I had a guess, but it's, it's not that. No. Interesting. This random Viking of the Week was 5'10", 197. Hmm. Obviously, hmm. Uh, when you play in 221 NFL career games, you obviously probably went to the playoffs a lot, right? Uh, he played in 10 playoff games in his career. Making the playoffs... Nine times. Made the playoffs nine times. That's a lot of playoff games. Judd, are you on, are you on to the scent here at all? I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh. Not yet. Okay. Uh, here's another fact for you. I mean, a little bit, but yeah. This random Viking of the week in his rookie season, he was the runner-up for a Rookie of the Year award. Okay, okay, hold on. All right, reset here. I, I have a question. Did that yeah. come as a Viking? No. No. Okay, so no. I don't think they were. When you said three seasons, they, oh, 47 games. Or, I mean, it, could, it could have been more than that. Uh, it would have been a first-round pick booted from the team. Like, that's an... Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 510, 197. There's a couple positions. Mm -hmm. Uh, This random Viking of the week played in a playoff games for the Vikings, and he also played in a playoff game against the Vikings. This is tough. This is... uh... I have a clue, but I think it's too much of a giveaway, so I'm going to hold that for now. This random Viking of the Week recorded three touchdowns in his NFL career. Okay. Okay. And, not included, one of them was a special teams touchdown. So four, if you uh, include the special teams. Okay. So four touchdowns. All right. So three, <laughs> you know, three plus in one his, in in his career. Okay, so it's not that or that. So it's well, I mean, carry the four with the that. Uh, this random Viking of the week was a two-time Pro Bowler. That's it, huh? Just two Pro Bowls. That would have been a super duper stud then. Stud. 
Only three touchdowns. Only three touchdowns. That is correct. Smite. I think you'll, you'll know what I'm, where I'm going with here after this. Uh, all time, this random Viking of the week is fourth. All time. And passes defended. Yeah. I think we've... It's, it's a corner. Yeah, we know that. Yeah. All right. I'm kind of get snarky. You can just say it's a corner. Got it. Well, I mean, it's obviously a cornerback, right, Judd? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm I'm thinking out, out loud here. Me Leave too, me yeah. alone to think. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Um, I don't know if this guy was a was a first round pick. Don't yes. And I don't know what his t- 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 Fred Smoot. I was gonna guess that. I'm gonna kick myself. No. You okay. play in ten playoff games, right? No, I, he was definitely on my. No, list. but he, he fits the profile. L, but yeah, you're right. And he probably didn't play yeah, this for nah. All right. Um, Boy, this is a tough one. He also holds an NFL record. He is one of two cornerbacks to have two interceptions in a single game past the age of 37. Terrence Newman? Oh, son of a... Ah, dang it. That's a great one. The next I was, one. I, I was, I was listening there for five minutes trying to think of old cornerbacks. How I thought does he was, Terrence Newman not pop into... I thought he was ta- taller than that. I did too, actually. That's what threw me off. Yeah. I did too. Good I, job, Judd. My, uh, my next guess was going to be he called a former coach of the Minnesota Vikings, created a toxic culture. Oh, then, yeah. Yeah. That, that I guess we could, have, we could have asked for the coach list at some point. Oh, there. yeah, I didn't even think of the coach list. Probably been good. You didn't think of the coach list? I know. I just never really— uh, You didn't I, have it? I mean, there's a lot of facts here. I just I didn't, I didn't go to that one. I usually go to the coach list, I feel like, when it's—I when it's, felt like it was clear it was a cornerback. It was a veteran right. guy. I didn't think you guys were going to struggle with this one too much, so I, I didn't have to go to that well. It's right. definitely more our fault. You basically laid out very clearly it's yeah, an fine. old yeah. cornerback yeah. that didn't get drafted by the Vikings. Last week was worse. Yep. Hovan, I, I should have gotten much. <laughs> I feel I don't feel as bad about this one as I did yeah, that fifth, one. Yeah, uh, one fifth overall right. pick by the Cowboys, obviously, um, in 2003. Yeah. Spent, yeah, his first, like, nine years there. And then, yeah, the other obvious one was going to be he added a very uh, – he followed the same defensive coordinator around. And I think that yeah. would have been, obviously, Zimmer with Dallas, Cincinnati, Minnesota. Yes. All right. yes. You know who follows Judd around? Who's that? Stella the dog because Judd has Nutrisource <laughs> treats in his pocket. Same with Maya. Maya is constantly – she's just sitting outside my office door here, actually, just waiting for me to give her some Nutrisource chicken and rice food or some treats. Uh, it's really done wonders for her gut and digestion health, which is one of the things that Nutrisource is all about, Judd. Yes, so, sir. Th- Thanksgiving surprise. Hey, surprise. Here's some more Nutrisource treats for you, Stella. So Stella, she's an old gal. I'm not going to lie. She's an old gal. But you know what? She runs around like she's like four years old. She runs around. She's got energy. She feels great. And that is, as Phil just said, thanks to our friends at Nutrisource, the training rewards treats are great. The food is fantastic. Up at six ten a.m., woken up by Stella, who said, "Feed me now, Dad." And I'm like, ah, "Okay, I, I guess I have to." Yeah. Doing great, looking great. Your dog should look as good with Nutrisource. NutrisourcePetFoods.com to find a Nutrisource retailer near you. Also, if you got flickering lights or other things inside your home that need tending to, 
Finch Home Solutions is a partner of ours here on Purple Daily. Yes, lo- local Cody, who, who runs the shop, huge Vikings fan. He's passionate about his football, but he's also passionate about making sure that your home is safe, that you have a, a home in which, as Phil said, if the lights are flickering, that's a problem. Don't wait until something goes wrong. The best part, Finch offering a free home safety inspection to all fans of Score North, and be sure to tell them that you heard about Finch on Score North, special deals for customers of ours because they want to pass the savings and the safety on to you. It's as simple as this, calling 612-357-2604 or going to finchhomesolutions.com. Finchhomesolutions.com. No project is too big for Cody and his team to tackle. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us here on this uh this Thanksgiving Eve, I mm-hmm. guess, or mm-hmm. this drinks giving, whatever you want to call it. And thanks mm-hmm. to you guys too. What to me? All of you out there. No, no, no. You you guys are great, but no, thanks to all of the people out there who watch us. Seriously. Who I, you you guys are fantastic. I, I was just thanking them too. Yeah, no, I know, but I mean, I'm just, I'm really. Are you trying to, to thank them. them more than I'm trying to thank them? I'm, I'm one up again. Are you, are you trying to be an overthinker? I thank you. Thank you. I'm no, 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 no. Them no. I thank I'm thanking audience. you from up here. I'm thanking <laughs> you from up here because you support us every day, and we love you. I thank you even more, and we'll see no, you on Vikings no. Ventline. I'm thanking them more <laughs> after your trip to fan nap tomorrow uh, on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.